Unleash the Kraken! Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, the Seattle Kraken expansion draft is coming very, 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 very soon. So today, I thought it'd be fun if we talk about all the players most likely to get drafted to play for the Seattle Kraken. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now, Kraken! And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. Now, normally on the show, we talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and give you some insight onto the next week, news, month, whatever. Uh, but today, with the expansion draft around the corner, I thought it would be extra super fun, special super fun, to talk about which team, which which players from, from each team are most likely to be drafted by the Kraken. Now, let me let me explain. There are 400 mock drafts out there. People have been talking about this for a very long time. However, so much happens in such a short period of time. There's so many mock drafts that what I decided to do was to compile as many as I could find to see who people were really thinking was going to be drafted by Seattle. Now, there were a ton of trades this weekend um, that occurred, and maybe we should real quick get into some of those trades just so that uh, you're aware. Uh, so let's, let's refresh my little trade tracker here. Actually, you know what, friends? We'll get to that in a second. If you like what you hear today, you can find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. And you can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're a golf fan like myself, go check out Like and Co. They have some awesome golf gear. I uh, just got my first golf, my first polo from Like and Co. So I'll have some more information on them in the description. Use my promo code DRAGOPT. You can get a discount, baby. All right. Now let's take a look at all the trades from this weekend. So first and foremost, the Arizona Coyotes got Andrew Ladd along with a second round pick in 2021 and 2022 uh, from the Islanders. What did they get? They acquired Andrew Ladd, second round pick, conditional pick. Jesus, the Islanders just looking to unload. Uh, The Golden Knights got Nolan Patrick. Uh, from the Predators, and Predators got Cody Glass in exchange. Uh, Flyers got Ryan Ellis from Nashville in exchange for Philippe Myers and Nolan Patrick. Um, the Golden Knight, yeah, I, there's something weird about that. Uh, let's ignore the Nolan Patrick was just mentioned twice. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Nolan Patrick went to the Predators, and then they flipped him to Vegas. Vegas also got Brett Howden from the Rangers in exchange for Nick DeSimone. Uh, Rangers got Barclay Goudreau from the Lightning uh, for a seventh round pick. The Maple Leafs acquired Jared McCann from the Pittsburgh Penguins in exchange for Philippe Hollander and a seventh round pick. Uh, Jose 
Jose, San Jose. Sharks acquire Aiden Hill from Arizona in exchange for Joseph Coronar and a second-round pick. And the Canucks acquire Jason Dixon from the Dallas Stars in exchange for a pick. Red Wings acquire Nick Letty from the Islanders in exchange for Richard Panic. That's a nice pickup. Uh, Devils acquire Ryan Greaves from Colorado in exchange for Mikhail Maltsev. Uh Carolina acquired Dylan Wells from Edmonton in exchange for future considerations. And then much, much earlier last week was the Oilers getting Duncan Keith and Tim Soderland uh, in exchange for Caleb Jones and a 2022 first uh, conditional pick. All right, now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, let's take a look real quick here. So... Every team had to make their list of which players they were going to protect from being drafted by Seattle. Um, so we have all those protected and exposed players here in front of you. Look, we even have ads. Uh, this is from ProHockeyRumors.com, but this is the all of the confirmed lists ahead of you. And then I have my list in front of me of uh, the players most likely to be taken. So we're going to start with the Anaheim Ducks. And there were a few... Anaheim was a... It's a tough. You you have some names on here you're going to recognize, like Kevin Shattenkirk, Adam Henrique. Uh, but Hayden Fleury... Hayden Fleury's name came up the most. He's a young defenseman. Um, he's only 25 years old, I want to say. And uh, salary cap hit isn't all that much. It's just $1.3 million. So... He was a, a kind of a make-sense move for me. Um, Arizona Coyotes. So the Coyotes, I, I said earlier, um, traded away Aiden Hill. Um, almost every draft I saw had Hill going to Seattle. So they most likely traded him, A, because they wanted to get... Well, a, to stop him from going to Seattle, but B, because they wanted to get something for the guy. They couldn't hold him and Darcy Kemper, um, although maybe if they had left Kemper exposed, there's so many goalies on the market, there's a chance he wouldn't be taken. I don't really know. Um, so Arizona was kind of, uh, th this was a hard one because I had to really scour to find some mock drafts. So Tyler Pitlick uh, is is the one, the, the player that I most likely had going to Arizona, or most, most likely showed up after Aiden Hill. Uh, moving on to Boston, the Bruins, obviously protecting guys like Bergeron, DeBrusque, Marchand, Pasternak. I mean, they have an amazing uh, lineup of players, um, but a couple of, a lot of their young defensemen were the ones who really stood out. Uh, Jeremy Lousen uh, came came across the most um, on most mock drafts. Connor Clifton was also up there as well, but Lousen's a young guy as well. He's a left-handed defenseman, um, and there's a connection between him and the Kraken's assistant, uh, Jay Leach. They, uh, I, I believe Leach worked with him when he was in the, um, the Bruins minor league system. So moving on to the Sabres, um, and I'm actually surprised the Sabres... Uh, held on, protected Rasmus uh, Asplund, was not fully expecting that, but it, nevertheless, Colin Miller was the name that came up the most. Um, another, you know, young defenseman. A lot of these first couple of teams really have what, um, what Seattle should be looking for on defense. Um, if we go up to Calgary, Calgary's the next team up here, and uh, I... 
some people were surprised, um, some not. But Mark Giordano showing up on this list. Now, listen, you know, the Flames have guys like Goudreau that they want to hold on to. Monaghan, Kachuk. Um, Giordano's been there a long time. He's the captain, 37 years old. He's at the end of his career. Um, and I think he's the type of player that um, that Seattle's going to want. He, he's a leader. And uh, any team, you know, it doesn't matter if you're going for all young guys because that's most likely this lineup's going to be a lot of guys like 24, 25 years old. You want somebody like that leading the charge. I think Giordano's a fantastic player to have. Uh, the other player, the only other player actually that I saw come up was um, Oliver Killington, uh, who also would not be a bad pickup on defense either. Um, and there was actually, I actually saw Chris Tanev. This was before they announced who was being. Um, Protective. So Tanev was was seen in a few mock drafts, but um, Giordano's probably going to be the guy. Sixty six percent chance that they're going to take him. Uh, Carolina. I guess I did. I, I didn't really say the percent chances uh, for the other ones. So for, for those of you watching the YouTube channel, you obviously see this in front of you. But for those at home, let me let me just backtrack a little bit here. So Hayden Fleury, I have at twenty three percent chance that he's going to get drafted from Anaheim. Uh, beyond that, Adam Henrique, Shatterberg, Volkov, and Milano all another fifteen percent. Um, Pitlick, I had a 75% chance that Arizona takes him. Lousin was a 46% chance that, that, um, um, that he leaves Boston. Counter Clifton was a 33% chance. Um, and then here we are in Buffalo, Colin Miller, 66% chance. And then any other player who came up, you know, maybe it was a one-off or I only saw their name a couple times, McKay, Borgen, Eakin. Um, <clears throat> Giordano, 66% chance that he's taken away from Calgary. Killington at a 33% chance. All right, so now we're going to catch up. Um, and Carolina is another team with a lot of young players, a lot of young defensemen. So this one was kind of a toss-up between Jake Gardner and Jake Bean, uh, both of whom were exposed. Um, I Actually, Warren F- Fogel, Fogele, Fogeli, uh, Warren Fogeli, uh, Warren Fogel, he his name came up quite a few times as well, uh, but they did end up protecting him, so he is not available. Jake Bean, I have a 77% chance that Carolina loses Jake Bean to the Seattle Kraken. Now, moving on to Chicago. Chicago is another really tough city to... Um, really tough city to figure out. Obviously, they have a lot of a lot of talent up front, um, but they also have a lot of young, talented guys in the pool as well. So I have Calvin DeHaan, the defenseman, actually, uh, with 41% chance that he's taken. Uh, behind him, you got guys like Carpenter. Malcolm Subban, who's actually a goalie, uh, showed up on m- in more cases than I thought of, in more mock drafts than I thought of. And this is before, of course, we knew that you know Holtby would be available or Ben, ben Bishop, Bishop would be available. Um, so Calvin DeHaan is who I have going for Chicago. Uh, moving on to Colorado, the Avalanche. Uh, so the Avs are in a very interesting situation. Uh, they did not protect Gabriel Landeskog, uh, who has been probably one of, if not their best player over the last uh, how many years? Um, the reason being he wants more money. Avalanche don't really have the money to pay him. 
Um, so it's very likely that regardless, Landeskog ends up somewhere else at the end of the season. Um, so not protected, what happens? Um, he, he can get picked up, but they then have to negotiate with him. Now, we already know he doesn't want to be in Colorado. What would Seattle have to do to get Landeskog to come there? Probably have to probably have to name him captain and pay him a lot of money because I heard he's asking for quite a bit. Um, Junas Donsky was actually not far behind. So it's a 50% chance that they take they take a risk and go for, for Landeskog and then negotiate and try to get him under contract. Uh, and then 40% chance that they go with Junas Donsky. Uh, who's another another great forward? Uh, obviously not not as good as Gabriel Landeskog, but uh, he's good. He's a great player. Great player. Uh, Columbus. So Columbus actually protected a couple players here that I was not expecting, like Eric Robinson, Gustav Nyquist. Um, this was a bit of a head scratcher, but I, Kevin Stentland, Stentland, uh, who's a, he's a great center. Um, he was a name that came up quite a bit on some mock drafts. Max Domi was on there as well. And you know, the other thing about Domi is he's injured. He's probably not back till December. Um, so I didn't see him show up as much as I would have thought he would. Um, you know, again, if you, if you bring in a guy like Domi, you're, it's a, it's a risk cause you're not going to have him for half the season. Um, Dean Kukan was also another one on there as well for Columbus. Uh, all right, moving on to Dallas. Sorry, my computer is being really slow. Don't do that. Okay, moving on to Dallas. Um, Dallas is another team that I was not expecting Ben Bishop to be available. Instead, I th- really thought uh, Anton Godubin. Uh, Godubin? Godubin? I don't know. I don't know names. Don't don't judge me. Name people. Name wizards. Um, I really was not expecting Ben Bishop to be available, but here he is in the flesh. Um, you know, between him, Jason Dixon was was the other big name. So I had Ben Bishop 58% chance that Ben Bishop is taken. Uh, but there's other goalies, and we're going to get to the goalie conundrum later on because there's a couple of really good ones, and Ben Bishop isn't the best goalie on this board. But uh, he is the one, when you look at a lot of mock drafts uh, between Kadubin or Ben Bishop. Both of them were came up a lot. Obviously, Kadubin was protected. Again, not expected. Not expected. Uh, all right, Detroit. Uh, Detroit was actually a no-brainer. Um, m- almost every mock draft I found had Troy Stetcher going bye-bye. Um, young defenseman, great player, definitely the type of guy that, uh, the Seattle Kraken's going to want. Um, you move down to Edmonton now and Edmonton, we, we talked about had that trade. Uh, they traded for Duncan Keith earlier in the week. Um, one of the guys they protected that I wasn't expecting was Josh Archibald. His name came up a few times. Edmonton was a tough one. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. This was a tough one to predict. Um, I had... Mm, I'm going to mess up this name. Jujark Heira. Heira. Jujar. Jujar at 33% and Tyler Benson, both at 33%. Actually, um, I took this one to Reddit um, and and, and just kind of looked at what uh, the feeling was from a lot of fans who seemed to think that Benson was the better player and more likely... To go, so I, I really had to dig deep to make a decision on who I 
thought was going to go in this one. So Tyler Benson was the guy. Uh, moving down to Florida, this was another tough one because you know the Panthers. Uh, Radko Gudis is right there for the taking. Or, or already at this point, though, a lot of defensemen have been taken off the board. Um, but the name that I was really surprised about, Chris Drager, uh, he's a goalie. Um, listen, he's not a top, you know, he's not their top guy. He's younger. Um, he's a, he's a free agent too. They'd have to negotiate with him. Um, but weirdly enough, his, his name came up the most. So there we go. Uh, moving up to the Kings now. Oh, did I say he was 37% chance it was Drager? And then behind them was actually uh, Radko Gudis and Noel Akiari, uh, both at 25% each. All right, L.A., this was another tough one to predict. Um, between I, I would say between Kale Clegg and Blake Lizotte. Um, it's a shame because they actually just re-signed Lizotte to a, a one-year... Is it Lizotte? Lizotte? Lizazazuzi, um, they just re-signed him to a one-year deal, and now there's a chance they could lose him. They didn't protect him in the draft. Now, Jonathan Quick uh, is exposed, but we kind of knew that was coming, and I really don't think they're going to take Jonathan Quick. I think his his time in the sun is kind of over at this point. He, he works well as a backup, um, but uh, it would just... Yeah, I, he's there, but I, I really didn't see many people going for him. I saw a few for Brandon Lemieux, um, Carl Gundrum, but really between Kale Clegg and Blake Lizotte. And, and I think Blake Lizotte has the advantage here because, again, at this point, there's a lot of really good defensemen on the board uh, that are available, and you're only going to want so many. Uh, Minnesota, another another goalie situation here. Capo Kakonen. Uh, was deemed available by the Wild. Um, and I saw his name show up on a lot of drafts, uh, more than I expected. But Carson Sochi, Suki, um, Sochi, Carson, Carson Sokai, uh, <laughs> I'm so bad with names, friends. Don't judge me. Quit your judging, judgers. Uh, Carson Sokai, is to me he was the best player there, uh, so seventy five percent, seventy five percent chance that they're going to go with him. Uh, that seemed to be the case in almost every draft that I saw, uh, with a couple of votes going to Cockin, and so twenty five percent chance they would go with that goalie. But really, with all the other goalies available, and we're really about to get to the big one, um, I just I'm just not seeing it. So Carey Price, his stock is skyrocketing right now, especially throughout the with all the playoffs of Nellis and you know Carey Price he's been on and off through his career is he an elite goalie ah you know what considering that a lot of the elite goalies from like 10 years ago are kind of done or retiring yeah sure Carey Price is an elite goalie we can totally say that um unfortunately though well not unfortunate you know he Unfortunate for the Canadians that they have to lose him after going on this big cup run. But Carey Price did waive his uh, his non-transfer clause or whatever it is, which made him available. And there's a 46% chance, based on all the mock drafts I'm seeing, that Carey Price is going to be the guy taken. Now, there were some votes for, for Brett Kalak. Again, though, there's so many defensemen. Jonathan Druin, 
maybe, but uh, Carey Price to me seems like the guy. And that that last cup run, it got Montreal just so close. That's exactly what he needed. They're they're gonna want a guy like that on their team, a guy with experience who knows how to go deep in the playoffs. That's the type of goalie you want leading you. Uh, moving on to Nashville. Nashville was a tough one. Um, again, we had a tie here with Matt Duchesne and Cal Jarn Kroc. You know, Matt Duchesne's not quite the same player that uh, you may remember. Um, we're going to pull up his stats here. You know, first 30 years old, 34 games last year. He only had, what, 13 points. He's just, I don't know, he's kind of dropped off a little bit and. Uh, that would be why they left him available. Uh, Kelly Jarncroc, though, I think he he seemed to show up a lot too. And again, this was another one because we had a tie. I had to I had to keep digging and digging and researching. And Kelly Jarncroc seems to be the the most talked about name for the Nashville Predators. Um, but any one of these guys, like Trennan, Grimaldi, Ryan Johansson. I, I saw their name come up quite a, a bit. This was the most unsure one I had, honestly. Um, and, and really, Matt Duchesne, even though he showed up in a lot of mock drafts, Matt Duchesne didn't really show up in the conversation much. Now, it would be interesting, Duchesne and Landeskog reunited? Yeah, maybe. It didn't really work. I mean, it worked, but like it didn't really get them anywhere the first time around. But it would be cool if they did. All right, uh, the Devils, New Jersey. Uh, P.K. Subban's name came up the most. P.K. Subban's the most popular name uh, on this list by far. Uh, definitely some other names to look at, like Nick Merkley. Um, actually, I, I would say he's the only other one, <laughs> one worth looking at. There's even a goalie on there, Evan Cormier. Um, but but P.K. Subban, you know, just like with Giordano, you know, Subban's not the player he used to be. He's still a great player, but he's a great leader. And again, you want that when you have a team of young guys. You want to build that culture in the locker room, and I think P.K. Subban's going to be able to do that. Uh, the Islanders. Now, the Islanders had a couple of interesting names available. Josh Bailey and Jordan Eberle were two of them. Thomas Hickey. Uh, Richard Panic, who they just got, Sebastian Ayo, but Kiefer Beller, Bellows. Kiefer Bellows was the name that came up the most. Now Kiefer, of course, is young; he's 22, but uh, he's played in 14 games last year and looked pretty darn good. He also played. Um, he didn't play in the playoffs with them, but uh, he's a young guy. A young guy with a lot of potential, and I think that's why his name came up so much. So Kiefer Bellows is definitely on that list. Um, 66% chance that he's the guy. Uh, much less than I would have expected for like Josh Bailey, Jordan Eberle. Um, but again, they're looking f in a case like this. You want youth and speed versus veteran. You know, we we've talked already about getting a few veterans in there, but really, you want those young guys who are going to grow and develop in your system. Uh, the Rangers was another tough call. Colin Blackwell, though, 70%. Um, his name came up very frequently. Brett, Brett Howden actually came up quite a bit, and then, you know, he was traded, so um, didn't really see much there. And Julian Go Gauthier, um, his name came up quite a bit, too, at 30%, but uh, Colin Blackwell, he seemed to be the guy uh, getting drafted from the Rangers. When we get to Ottawa now, 
Otto is another tough one. So Chris Tierney came up a lot. I have 45% chance that Chris Tierney gets taken. Um, Vitaly Abramov was another name that came up quite a bit at 36%. Um, Ottawa, I think, was... Um, I wouldn't say it was a, a tough choice, but uh, really I, I think it could be a toss-up between those two. Those two guys, Tierney or Abramov. Um, and really... Well, well, we'll get to this a little bit later, but there's a bit of... If you, if you haven't noticed, there haven't been too many wingers so far. So at this point, Abramov might make sense to go with. Uh, speaking of winners, wingers, though, Philadelphia puts up quite a few of them, including James Van Riemsdyk and Jacob Voracek. Also, Shane Gostisbehere was on that list. Uh, who's The Flyers seem to be trying to get rid of Gostisbehere for like three or four years now, and for some reason, the guy still sticks around. Uh, it, it almost seems like they're they're trying to tear things down a bit. So Vorchek is by far the better player, but Van Riemsdyk I think has the better upside. Um, and so for that reason, I, I think is why Van Riemsdyk came up more. Gustav Bear actually came up more than I thought he would, more way more than Vorchek. So I, I actually have 57% of the uh, mock drafts I saw. Uh, included had James Van Riemsdyk, where Shane Gossespierre and Jacob Voracek maybe not so much. Gossespierre is twenty eight percent, Voracek fourteen. So high chance that uh, JVR gets taken. Now the a lot of fans were surprised because the other the name they would have thought would be exposed would be Nicholas Obekubel, Um who would have been exposed instead of Van Riemsdyk, but they actually chose to hold on to him, and I think that's a good move just because he's a younger, he's a younger player. How old is he? He's, he's only 24 years old. Again, he's got a lot of potential, a lot of upside, um, but it will hurt to lose Van Riemsdyk for a second time. Pittsburgh. Oh man, you can see I am a Penguins fan myself. For those watching the YouTube channel, it was. Oh man, they've made a few moves in the last few days, getting rid of J Jared McCann, um, and also they got rid of Jared McCann, and uh, they decided to protect Teddy Bluger, which I think is a good move. I like Bluger. Um, I, I think he's. He's got a future. He's been around for a couple of years. But he's only 26 years old. Um, but then they exposed Brandon Tanev. And that I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of just because of how well he played in the playoff. Jason Zucker. Jason Zucker is a big contract. A big contract that uh, Seattle may be willing to absorb. But honestly, if you're comparing the two, I think they're going to go with Brandon Tanev. Um and they're going to end up losing him in the draft. So 40% of the mock drafts I saw said just that. But this was a close one. 40% for Tanev, 30% for Jason Zucker. Zach Aston Reese is a player that, uh, unless you're a Penguins fan, you're probably not familiar with, but he's a, a young, speedy guy, and uh, he's been a big help to that team the last few years. Marcus Peterson also showed up a lot, but again, there's so many defensemen that... Uh, I, I really didn't see his name all that often. <clears throat> San Jose, the Sharkies. Uh, so the Sharks exposed guys like Dylan Grambell, Ryan Donato, Matt Nito. Uh, this was a tough one, but Grambell's name showed up the most, 45%. Ryan Donato, not too far behind, 36% of the mock drafts I saw had Donato going. So, uh, But but Grambell, I think, makes sense. Um, you know, he's a, a great player. He's been with the team for, I don't know, a year. He's 24 years old, 
20 points this season. So he's the exactly the type of young player that they're going to want. St. Louis Blues. Poor St. Louis. I think they were really hoping that Tarasenko would be taken, but you know what? That massive contract, that's going to be hard to move. You know, the other player, you know, Tarasenko, of course, wants out of St. Louis, but the other player who wants out is Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn is done in St. Louis. I, every, almost every mock draft I saw was Vince Dunn, except for, for, just a few, um, just a few, I'm sorry, I just got an Instagram update about golf, so, you know, of course I was laser focused on that, friends, sorry, uh, Vince done 91%, 91% of mock drafts, and you know what, yes, he's a Stanley Cup winner, he knows how to play deep in the playoffs, he's a great defenseman, to me it's a no-brainer, Vince Dunn, you're going to want him. Tampa Bay, the Lightning, this is another, whoever you get here is most likely going to have a couple of Stanley Cups under his belt, and Yanni Gorday, 45% chance that it's him, um, Gorday is, now where is he on my list, there he is, uh, Gorday's been with Tampa for quite some time, he's, he's just hitting his prime right now, he's good for anywhere from, he had 64 points at 26 years old, he's kind of dropped off a little bit since then. Uh, but it looks like he's also had some injuries over the years. Uh, when you look at the playoffs, let's see. Where's his playoff stats? Playoff stats, he, the last two seasons, he's played in basically every game. 14 points during the cup run in 2020. So I I love the move. Yanni Gorday. again, he's, he's a Stanley Cup winner. You're going to want a guy like that. Two-time Stanley Cup winner. You're going to want a guy like that. Toronto was hard. Uh, Toronto had Travis Dermott, Alexander Kerfoot, uh, Jared McCann on that list. They just traded for him, but uh, didn't want to protect him. Um, I had four, 50% of uh, mock drafts that I saw had Alexander Kerfoot, Travis Dermott at 40%, and McCann at 10%. Um, McCann is an interesting prospect. So again, like I said before, there's a shortage of wingers here. McCann's under 25 years old, and he's good for about 20 goals a season. That's uh, There's a lot of upside to a guy like Jared McCann. Vancouver. Vancouver had Braden Holtby exposed, and I think they'd take him. I really do. He showed up the most. 36% of mock drafts have Braden Holtby going. Uh, Cole Lind, Zach McAwen, uh, McEwen. Uh, 27%, Cole Lind at 18%, Jonas Zadjevic at 18%. Uh, Vancouver was a close one. It really could go either way, and they may opt for another winger versus Braden Holtby. If you're already taking Ben Bishop and Carey Price, Braden Holtby is not much of a step up there. So it's possible. We've got the Washington Capitals next. Um, so the Caps, ex- uh, I'm sorry, they did not expose TJ Oshie. I kept getting this confused as I was running through this whole thing. Uh, there's a lot of different names here on this list. There's a lot of names, um, and a lot of a lot more for for Vitek Vanacek than I really thought there would be. Um, but guys like Daniel Sprong, D- Brendan Dillon, Justin Schultz, though. I think I think Justin Schultz is a good name. He's sort of worn out his time with the Capitals to begin with. 
Um, but Schultz is a two-time Stanley Cup winner. Again, he's got deep playoff experience. Actually, um, yeah, twice. He won it twice with the Penguins. Um, and he's not he's an offensive defenseman. I think he's he's going to fit in very well with what they're trying to accomplish in Seattle. And Winnipeg, I think almost every draft I saw Mason Appleton. And you know what? I am not shocked by this whatsoever. 25 years old. He had 25 points last year. And he only played, I should say, 25 points in only 56 games last season. So that's uh, that's pretty good. So just to recap here, we have a lot of centers and a lot of defensemen and not many wingers and this was the issue that i ran into um so for for center you got tyler pitlick De, uh, kevin stuntland blake lazote Kiefer bellows colin blackwell chris tierney dylan Grambell, yanni gorday alexander kerfoot mason appleton now granted you could probably move some of those guys to the wing but it's not really their natural position right right wing you got Callie john crock and that was the only right winger of all of these that was taken. Gabriel Landeskog, Tyler Benson, James Van Reendyke, and Brandon Tanev at left wing. At defense, Hayden Fleury, Jeremy Luzon. Connor Mil- Colin Miller, Mark Giordano, Jake Bean, Calvin DeHaan, Troy Stretcher, Carson Soakey, P.K. Subban, Vince Dunn, and Justin Schultz. And then you have Ben Bishop, Chris Dreger, Carey Price, and Brayden Holby at goal. So four goalies... Right, this this is the mock draft of the mock drafts, right? This is what the consensus picks have been. You got way too many centers, way too many defensemen, and maybe one too many goalies, and one right wing. Okay, so I went back and said, well, who are the players that absolutely need to be drafted? Like, let's let's kind of mess with this a little bit. Um, and at least made it a little better if they were, you know, they could make a couple of, um, if they made a couple of concessions on some players. Again, I, I'm really just showing you today what, um, which players are most likely to be drafted. You know, I'm not making, I'm not telling you these are the players they're going to take. I'm just saying is that most, most experts uh, and most mock drafts, most people out there, are saying that these are this this player on this team is the most likely to be taken doesn't necessarily mean they're going to take them. They're going to look at some point and say, "Gee, we have way too many defensemen." All right, let's let's choose the best here, right? So the ones in my head, at least at defense, like Giordano, Stetcher, Subban, Dunn, Schultz. I mean, those are some. It's a pretty good defense, right? Even their goaltending, like Carey Price, could be something special. Braden Holpe. And you know what? They could make trades, too. Let's say they take four goalies. You trade two of them away, one or two away. Um, yeah, I'm really intrigued by what I'm seeing here. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, friends? Uh, but I would love to revisit this and see how close was I. Was I right? Was I wrong? So uh, we're going to have to do that. Um, and you know what? Well, this is a sports show, I guess. Let's real quick uh, just see where, where we are in the NBA playoffs because... Uh, Oh yeah, Milwaukee's winning, th- uh, leading three to two. They won one twenty-three to one nineteen. So after going losing the first two games, they've they've totally caught up. All right, that's my non-hockey talk for today. Look, I'm knocking in the camera now. I'm knocking this down. If you like what you heard today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. Yeah, that's right. That's me. 
Uh, you can email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She's the content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this podcast. Of course, we got to thank our, our social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gary Albert, uh, Jorge Paris, Joe Calabro, the whole gang. And, uh, oh my god, it's it's almost baby time. You know that, right? We're like 10 days away from having a human baby, and I'm terrified. No, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't wait. Um, what else? Music you hear is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Don't forget to check out Co. Go in that description. Type in my promo code DRAGOPT. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Uh, but use that. You'll get a nice little discount. Tell them Nick sent you. <laughs> All right, friends. Um, is that it? I think that's it. Good luck to the Seattle Kraken tomorrow. This is the first step to something amazing. I cannot wait to see who you drafted and how right I am. Friends, thank you for sticking with me. And you all have a lovely evening. Kraken!